Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Well, let's start off the week by digging into all the latest news from across the region that you need to know in the St. Louis All Local from KMOX. Today is Monday, December 18th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story, St. Louis police and public safety officials are staying quiet today after a St. Louis police car smashed into an LGBTQ bar on South Broadway. Let's get the latest on our efforts to get information on this from KMOX's Maria Kina. Michael, there's still no official explanation from police what caused the police car to cross several lanes of traffic and lose control. Bar PM General Manager Josh, Josh Harlow talked with KMOX. I- police cruiser crashed through the front door of the building uh, after we closed last night while um, the owners were still here. And um, one of the owners ended up leaving with injuries that were not caused by the crash. Now, that owner is now facing assault and resisting arrest charges for allegedly hitting one of the officers in the chest and then running from them. Multiple reports indicate after the crash, officers demanded to see identification from the bar's owners who live upstairs from the bar. St. Louis police did not include this incident on their daily summary report, which normally would be included, especially when a police officer is allegedly assaulted. KMOX has reached out to St. Louis police and public safety officials more than once this afternoon. We are still waiting to hear back. Live in the newsroom, Maria Kina, KMOX News. How do Granite City workers feel about U.S. steel sale to a Japanese company? Actually, it's, uh, I'm, I'm disappointed. United Steelworkers Local 1899 President Dan Simmons says he hasn't heard whether Nippon Steel plans to maintain union jobs or not. He was hoping for a new owner with new ideas. They, they will see that... Uh, there's potential here to make uh, quite a bit of money and profit during this current pricing of steel. So I'm hoping that uh, we get some kind of signal or word from them. Right now, Simmons says about a third of the plant is offline. The company is bringing in steel slabs from other facilities for Granite City workers to finish for appliances and agricultural products. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski sent a statement to KMOX that says, quote, Today's news of a foreign acquisition falls short of my hopes and leaves the future of this critical plant in jeopardy. As this deal moves forward, my commitment to our steel workers remains the same. I'll continue pushing for investment in the working men and women of Granite City. Meantime, Saturday's vote by Teamsters at Anheuser-Busch takes them one step closer to a strike in late February. There's been no movement on this issue from the company. Uh, November 16th was the last time we met uh, when we concluded negotiation on, a, on, a, on our health and welfare issues, and we told them we wanted to talk about job security. And they walked away from the table. That's Director Jeff Paladero representing the union. The current agreement between the Teamsters and Anheuser-Busch will expire on February 29th. St. Louis University Hospital registered nurses set another strike after National Nurses United at SLU Hospital staged a one-day strike over patient safety in September. Those nurses have been in negotiations with SSM Health since May over a new contract. Kelly Allen is a cardiac step-down nurse at SLU Hospital. We are the union. The nurses that work in the hospital are the union, and we want a competitive contract that retains and attracts nurses that are going to be core nurses, not outsourced. SSM Health released a statement today saying, quote, while the National Nurses Organizing Committee continues using our hospital to advance its national political agenda, our SLU H nurses are falling further behind the market. Is the mayor of St. Louis in favor of drones being used to catch criminals? Absolutely not. A pilot program from a private company that is offering to fly drones around scanning for crime is not okay with Mayor Tashar Jones. 
we want to make sure that uh, any surveillance that is deployed is is deployed in a responsible way. Um, we are also having conversations about the deployment of uh, automatic cam camera enforcement. A company called SMS Novel wants to test their drones to see if they can deter crime in Gravoy Park at night. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. Police say three Jewish synagogues in Creefcore received bomb threats by email Sunday. Creefcore Police Department says officers secured all three facilities and dogs were brought in to sweep the buildings. No bombs were found. I would give it... Um Probably a failing grade. That's Dr. Chris Gaines, CEO of Education Plus. His grade for the 2023 Missouri Department of Elementary and Secondary Education report card. I don't think it gives districts information that is useful. And I think we've seen some massive swings in the scores from district. Gaines says some districts show they are doing way better this year compared to last and others having significant drops, which he does not believe since there's been no change in their map scores. The KMOX business desk, Amazon could save Bally Sports and get Cardinals games in the process. The e-commerce giant is in talks to invest in Bally's parent company, Diamond Sports Group. Amazon is looking to challenge Disney and Netflix in streaming. The Wall Street Journal reports Diamond is, quote, actively negotiating with Amazon about a strategic investment and a multi-year streaming partnership, end quote. This could mean Prime Video eventually becomes the home for the Cardinals and the Blues. More now on the sale of an American industrial icon and a major St. Louis area employer, U.S. Steel, getting sold to a Japanese steel company. Nippon Steel will be acquiring U.S. Steel in a $14.1 billion deal. Pittsburgh-based U.S. Steel is valued at about $55 a share. That's a 40% premium to where the company's share price closed on Friday. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. U.S. Steel had been suffering a number of quarters of falling revenue and profit. It did become a pretty attractive takeover target for rivals, one of which was Cleveland Cliffs, which started the bidding at $35 a share, then raised its bid to $40 a share, only to be topped by Nippon Steel at $55 a share. Reaction from United Steelworkers Local 1899 President Dan Simmons, who tells KMOX he had fingers crossed U.S. Steel would wind up with one of those other suitors it was being courted by. So what are his first thoughts on this? Well, actually, it's uh, I'm, I'm disappointed that it's uh, uh, Nippon and not the uh, Cleveland Cliffs and uh, or even ArcelorMittal as far as that goes. Uh, my first reaction is yes, disappointment. Um, the involvement that uh, so far I'm hearing that uh, Nippon is going to be the owner, but then there's going to be still involvement with U.S. Steel is what disappoints me the most. Uh, we were looking at this community and our membership and myself were looking forward to a new partner and a new owner that would be able to come down here and have a fresh set of ideas, fresh set of eyes, looking at what we offer here and what products we can make and have hopefully a, a new vision and a operation plan uh, that is different than what U.S. Steel had in mind for us. I'm, I'm disappointed so far. Uh, I do know Nippon was a joint venture with National Steel many years ago that I was a part of, and they themselves were good partners, and they were good to deal with. So that's the optimistic side of this. I'm hoping that uh, with their uh, being the sole owner and, and their involvement, that there, there could be an opportunity that we can convince them that uh, we do offer a good, a good facility, we have good workforce, 
and we can offer products that are uh, uh, some of the best in uh, North America. You know, one of the things I read about this is that uh, they they certainly, you know, Japan has a robust automobile industry manufacturing there. They're a big supplier in their home domestic market, but they're not really in the U.S. market, even though Japanese automakers manufacture here. And so that's a big part of this deal. We make specially higher grades of steel that other plants cannot make. We are capable of doing that, which that would help us some, but our probably wheelhouse, per se, would be the construction market right now, and that's you have still put us in these markets, by the way, but we're very strong in the construction markets, the appliance business, the agricultural business. That's what our primary uh, wheelhouse would be currently, and that's, like I said, you have still put us in there. They lean heavily on the automotive side through the Gary Works facility. They probably cater to being located just close up there by the big screen auto makers. And then from what I could tell, um, it seems like they, they'll be the parent of U.S. Steel, but they don't intend to merge it into the operations. It'll be more like um, the, the company just reports to this new parent company as opposed to reporting to shareholders. Is that kind of how you see it, or, or how much of an active role do you expect the new owners to have? Well, that, that's the part I don't know, and that's what concerns me as, uh, you know, this is all fresh news. and Typical U.S. Steel uh the way they do business, they let us know about the same time they're pressing the button to uh, send out a press release to everybody. So we had very little, we had no knowledge and no heads up. So I don't know any of those details, and that's what actually concerns me, is how much involvement U.S. still will still have, how many of the old uh, you know, leadership will stick around and be a part of it, because I'm hoping that it's a sweep and a clean cleanup, and we do get new visionary people in here, uh, and would look at us differently than what U.S. Steel did. And in terms of uh, just to make sure everybody's up to date on what the the current situation is, what is the status quo at Granite City Works? Well, currently our primary operation is still in idle, uh, and that's the side of the plant that actually produces the steel, the iron, and that we uh, turn it into steel. Uh, so. We are bringing in slabs from other locations within U.S. Steel to uh, keep our finishing end open, which is about two-thirds of our plant is still operating. Uh, so that's the current level of, of operation. So, uh, But I see pricing so well right now, uh, I'm confused, and hopefully at least this part of it, uh, of having the new owners coming in here and that out of the way, they, they will see that... Uh, there's potential here to make uh, quite a bit of money and profit during this current pricing of steel. So I'm hoping that uh, we get some kind of signal or word from them. But uh, again, we have not spoke to, or I have not spoke to and heard anything from anybody from Nippon, myself, to uh, know what their role is and what their plans are for the future. United Steelworkers Local 1899 President Dan Simmons. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe and get the latest KMOX news each day. Just search for St. Louis All Local.